Hey, Lita, how's it going? Uh, good. Uh, I mean, the ship is is kind of just lunged and and kind of fell, uh, kind of tipped in a direction, right? Um, I think I'm I think I'm just kind of like looking over the doctor. Doctor, what's what's happening? Where what, where are we going? What's happened? And the doctor looks at you and says, "Food." Oh, because by the way, the doctor and Carrie have swapped bodies with cats, and you don't know that. Anyway, have fun. Welcome to uh, what we think is going to be episode 408. We we 407 got away from us a little bit, so we'll see how this might get a little timey-wimey, namey-wamey. We might drop some numbers in later. I, of course, am your game missy, Riley Silverman. We also have with us our illustrious crew. Let's start this time with the doctor, Dan Peck. Doctor, you were last last time. You're first this time. How are you? Good. Uh, I play Mr. Measers. Yes. (laughs) You do. And uh, I really look forward to get into character for this. Yeah. Now let's come to our most prophetic performer on the show who who very much called this happening without realizing she was calling it happening. Hello, Joe Kate Lay as Carrie, as as Gunther. Uh, meow. Yes, I, I finally have my dream come true. Meow. See, meow, meow. <laughs> this episode very much came out of you saying, I want to play us as cats. And we were like, we're doing it. That's, yeah. not, that's, that's very much the <laughs> next thing we're doing. Drop everything. We're doing it next. Yeah. Pretty much. How, that's how what could happens. it not be a brilliant idea? <laughs> it was perfect. Oh, yeah. And then let's go over to to Lita. Lita Ben Padden, how are you? I'm great. I'm not a cat, as far as I'm aware. And uh I'm I'm just having I'm having a, having a good time. Having a good time with friends, rolling dice. I did actually realize I did not roll dice once during 407. <laughs> Oh wow, it's true. It was all character choices, and there were no. There, I I didn't do anything that re- that required me to determine whether I'm good at it or not. Oops, so. all narrative. You roll the dice in your yeah. heart. Uh, now let's speak to not the canonical the engineer, but the engineer out of character who also played the canonical engineer. So it's all very wibbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. Hello to my partner in crime here, Michael Nixon. Michael, how are you? Wow. Ooh, Michael's a cat too. Uh, no, that? I'm doing pretty well. My voice is recovering from doing like seven other voices last week, and now I'm just going to sit in the background and watch mayhem unfurl. <laughs> I am so glad to not be playing yelly aliens this episode around, and I'm sure your eardrums are also happy with that information. Alita immediately jumps to the TARDIS console and says, of course, for the planet of the foghorn people. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. All right. Um. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I'll say later. So oh, no, we pick up in the middle of where we left off last episode. Doctor and Carrie, you both realize that you have been body swapped with your respective opposites cats. So, Doctor, you are in Mr. Meeser's body. Carrie, you are in Gunther's body. And for this purposes of this episode, we are going to use a different dice system for the two of you than we normally do. Let me actually, I need to open that up. We are doing a modified version of the one-shot role-playing game called The Witch is Dead that is created by Grant Howitz, who is also the creator of of many other games such as Honey Heist as well. We're going to go ahead and keep using the 
2d6 system. The, the game technically uses a d10, but I'm not going to make you guys dig out different dice for this. So we'll, we'll keep the, the 2d, 2d6 that we normally use because it's roughly the same level of, of randomization. You no, you no longer have the stats you would normally have on your sheet because you are cats. You have cat stats. So we are going to give you four stats, and I'm going to put them in a chat window for the two, the two of you to have. So you may want to write them down. So in The Witch is Dead, animals have four stats, and those stats are clever, fierce, sly, and quick. Now, clever is how you interact with humans or understand them. Fierce is how scary uh, you are. So like you're, if you're doing fighting things, stuff like that. Sly is how well you're able to be sneaky or hide. And quick is how literally how fast you are, how much you're able to outpace or quick there. So let me go ahead and roll. This is what your stats are going to be. Doctor, you have three clever, one fierce, two sly, and one quick. Carrie, you have one clever, three fierce, zero sly, and two quick. And so basically what you would, what we'll do for all of your rolls, we'll have you roll one of those two stats. You'll roll your 2d6 and you'll add that number to your d6 roll. That's how we're going to work with this episode. Just thought it was fun to do a different stat. All right. Great. I, I mean, I do have a d10 in front of me. Okay. Uh, Dan, do you have a d10 in front of you? You know what? I can, I can just pull up a roller on my phone if, if you want. Okay. Up to you. Uh, whatever you're more comfortable doing. I just happen to always put all of my dice in front of me, so... Okay, so yeah, go ahead and use a d10 Just then. one d10, right? Yes, you'll roll a d10 and you'll add that modifier to it. Okay, got it, yeah, I got everything. Cool. Man, Gunther is not smart. <laughs> no, she, no. But she, but she is fierce. Meows. Yeah, those are definitely, gun- those are definitely, those are definitely Gunther stats and not, uh, not Carrie stats. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 Carrie stats when, when turned into cat form. <laughs> no, but it totally is though because like Carrie being sly, she's like the complete opposite. Like banging around, she would be oh, that that's, cat that, that was bangs intentional. around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I thought about these. Yes, I definitely thought about oh, these. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, um, yes. Yeah. So here's some rules that we're going to come across. So Lita, at this point, you do not know what no. has happened. You just know, all you know is that Carrie, you set me up last episode, Ben, with the great comment about the hole in the bowl. I'm like, that's going to be Carrie's last line <laughs> episode now when this happens, because this is so perfect. Okay. We cannot have an episode where three different characters cannot talk to each other for the entire episode. That That is, that is, <laughs> banana called pants. Total so. Chaos, uh, now available <laughs> yeah, on Patreon. Chaos. Yeah, in more ways than one. Uh, so what I'm going to say is it. that the Doctor's inherent psychic traits combined with uh, actual cat body language mean that Carrie and the Doctor can communicate with each other very relatively easily. Although I'm going to say that more complicated ideas are either going to be out or you'll have to roll to see if you can convey them because like, I don't think a cat can communicate to another cat uh, reverse the player of the neutron flow. Like, I think that is a little bit tough for a cat to do. Yep, yep. But yep. I think that, like, typical in character conversation can happen between Carrie and the doctor as Mr. Meesters and Gunther. Yes. And that's, that's all I'm going to say now. So we will see where this goes. This is probably going to, Michael, you have a thought? Just quick correction. That's all you're going to say, meow. Say meow. Because no. the only time I'm going to do that, I just had to had to get it out of my system. No, that Thanks was a everybody. perfect audition. I think we all get ah! one. I think that's the rule for this yeah. episode. We all get one, and we just oh, have to we're going to get a moment. lot of them. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of them. Can, can I just one more? Can I just but I'm do my, it. Can I just do mine now and get it out of the way? Hit sure. Meow. Yeah, that's what I call music. I don't know. It's not really anything. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, I can't believe we made a stop for that. Dan, no, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. It was yeah, a lot. Dan. Give Dan I a story. I, okay, and in Dan's defense, Dan is a dog owner, so that's why Dan's cat puns are not. Yeah. So we are in the TARDIS, and Lita, you know that there has been a 
weird disruption, this chaos kind of thing has broken out, and now the TARDIS, the, the alarms are going off, the cloister bell is ringing, uh, the bright light is gone, and Carrie has pointed at you, and she has said, Hole! Hole in food! Hole, New food? Hole in food? What is... What? What, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Food. Tail. Food hole. Tail. And the doctor just looks at you and is like <laughs> looking behind him. It's like, tail. Where? Tail. And the doctor falls over, like just just falls <laughs> flat on his face and starts rolling around on the floor. Ta- tail. Tail. Uh, I think Lido is like genuinely just kind of stunned and probably a little worried. She has finally opened her hearts up to these people and now they're being very weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I kind of look around the, 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 the console room to see if there's like anything else amiss. Like I don't, I can't, I, I don't understand what is happening. Like, is there something controlling them? I want to look for something. Go ahead and make for me a exposition and okay uh make for me a uh, a oh, those are story sorry, points I, I closed i closed the character sheets from the last game and i don't have the stats right in front of me because of that so go ahead and make now i have them open go ahead and make for me an awareness and technology role for me okay so my awareness is three my tech is two so that's a base of five and then i rolled two fives that's a 15 total Okay, you know, you, you haven't been able to figure out what happened that caused this because you don't really know why. As far as you're concerned, the doctor and Carrie just had their brain fried somehow. Right. But you do know that there are lots of alerts and alarms going off okay. on the TARDIS that might require your immediate attention. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the console and see if I can figure out what the alarms are about. Okay, I'm going to have you make another awareness and technology roll for me now that you're at the TARDIS. Okay, do I get any bonuses because of my... I mean, I imagine not because the TARDIS is kind of a very unique vehicle, but given my technical proclivities, W slash R slash T vehicles, do I get yeah, any... Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a plus two to this roll uh, to, to justify that you've, like, you've, you've got some future tech issues. Also, you've, you've been on the ship a couple of times okay. now, so you've seen things happening. Okay, so awareness and tech. So that's another base of five... And I, okay, this roll not as good. I rolled a three and a two, and then I get a what? You said plus two for the buff. Yeah, so that's twelve. Twelve total. All you can figure out is that the TARDIS feels like it's locked in a state of being stuck in between. Like it's a, it's like it was starting to phase and it hasn't fully phased, and it's kind of stuck in this pattern in between taking off and reappearing somewhere else so it's kind of like stuck in this like feedback loop okay and that seems to be causing a problem okay i want to see if i can try to land us back at the carnival to just see if i can stabilize the ship that way okay i'm not going to make you roll for this one because you just rolled twice you know kind of how to do that but you feel like there's a problem and it is that the uh the isomorphic controls of the TARDIS are not responding right now. I, t- I, t- I turn and I say to the Doctor, Doctor, I don't suppose you have the wherewithal to try to park this thing right now, do you? Treat? 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 Uh, I mean, maybe if you'd land us afterwards? I'm, I I have some granola bars. What, when you say granola bar, like, Carrie kind of, like, walks up to you and kind of, like, darts her head back and forth a few times and, like, looks at, and, like, is following the, any, like, subtle movement in the granola bar. 
she like watches it and then she walks up to you and she just takes the top of her head and like rubs it against the back of your hand that's holding the, the granola bar. I, I say, uh, Carrie, I know we just had a, a like a wonderful bonding moment. We've grown together as friends and as companions, but I, this is a bit... This is a bit And she much. grabs the granola bar out of your hand with her mouth and runs away carrying the granola bar. Finally, I get to put a fully wrapped granola bar into someone's mouth. Um, I watch her go away and I'm just like, okay, so apparently when I get close to people, it breaks their brains. I'm making a note of that and I'm going to see if I can enroll at a school for gifted mutants or something. I don't, this is a problem. Um, <laughs> Carrie runs out of the console room and down one of the halls of the TARDIS. <sighs> Should I go after her, Doctor? What do you think? Why am I asking you? Because you're just gonna say, "Where's, where's my, where's my ta- tail, tail?" Yeah. Oh. What? What are you? Why do you think you had a tail? Because I, I, a uh, tail. Because, uh, and the Doctor like gets up very tentatively on his hands and knees. And stands up. Can I do like a roll to see if I can stand up? Is yeah, that- uh, we didn't. We didn't think ahead of time to make character sheets for. I think you should just use the doctor, the doctor and, and leaders. I'll, yeah, I'll send it, it right now. We'll okay. give disadvantages for like intelligence-based things because I don't think you would have the like science and engineering. Oh, I know. One thing that we never did uh, when I was GM that you're supposed to do is if a character is doing something they've never done before, they're supposed to get like a negative one or negative two to the roll. Okay. So that might be. I think that works. Yeah, I think a negative two. You never, you never communicated in a human body. But the thing is, I think a cat would think they have. I think the cat yeah. would be like, "No, I've definitely done this a bunch of times in my yeah, life." Of course, so. I'm speaking English. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. What yeah. should I? Uh, roll. I would say roll coordination and athletics. Okay. Uh, all right. So I roll with a negative two. Okay. Well, that literally negates a dice. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, you are a cat learning to stand up in human form. Good. All right. So I, I got with the negative two, I got thirteen, and the other dice was a six. So hopefully, I can stand up a little bit. Yeah, you are. You're able to stand up. Okay. I think you, like. You're probably doing this. Like, you're probably like putting your hands up in front of you like a cat that stands on its, on its hind paws does, but like not understanding that you can just do it and it's fine. Uh, I look. I look at the doctor and I say, "What is the last thing you remember?" Uh, eating food, bowl, bowl food. Where? Where was this? Where did this happen? Uh, and then the doctor is gonna like slowly walk up like the little cat stairs towards the blue box. <laughs> that's there for the cats and he's going to try to put his head in the in the blue box but his head is too big you don't fit in there yeah while you're saying that well, while this is happening let's go let's like we'll flash back a few moments to the cat's perspective so gunther and mr measers you are on the ground you see your bodies trying to figure out how to function in front of you and dealing with with lita what do you do well, I was about to talk to you, Doctor, about Lita's trust issues, but now I feel like they're going to be a little exacerbated. Yeah, I feel like we might have something slightly more pressing. Oh, oh, I just changed bodies. Why again? And the Doctor is, like, oh, looking oh, at his paws. Oh. Like, uh, oh, I really should be better about trimming these. <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta use the bathroom. Can we reach the toilet? 
Oh God. I think we oh. can. I think we can reach anywhere now. Um, and, and the, doc- <laughs> the doctor's gonna do like the thing that like, the cat does, where like it preps itself to move, like shakes out the butt, and you know, and kind of get a feel for this body. Oh, one heart. I hate this feeling. Ooh. It, Carrie in Gunther's body is moving erratically with the claws out and just kind of. They're kind of going the in-out, in-out thing that cats do if anybody owns a cat, uh, whatever they're needing. For those who don't know, they have a second sleeve that their claws fit into inside their actual paws. Um, So sometimes when they're extra happy, cats will flex their nails in and out of those little sleeves. So essentially, imagine that if you have a dog, if you were to put uh, booties on your dog, that's that's essentially the mov- movements that Carrie is doing as Gunther right now. Oh, my dog got a booty. All right. Uh, so you've seen at this point, I think this is when we see human body Carrie go running out of the TARDIS room with a granola bar in her mouth. Oh, oh, that's that's oh, that's Mr. Measers in my body. Ugh. Very food motivated. Or is it Gunther in my body? I can't really tell. It can tell. be one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a cat in the body. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to move. I'm, I'm going to try to take my first steps as a cat. And I, well, I okay. it, it, it's not that hard, doctor. You just move, move your feet fo- forward, fo- forward, fo- forward. It, it, yes, but there are four of them now. And I, I, I think the doctor is going to attempt to move and it's going to look like the sail cat video where <laughs> <laughs> and and just sploot so just sploot just hits the floor like doesn't even okay. get a step it's like oops i moved all four at once i'm on the ground now okay that's a good <laughs> spot to switch back over to lita now we've had this like fun little thing so let's go back to lita so lita you you have last thing you've seen is the doctor try to stick his head inside the cat box uh the food box and and you go you don't fit in there yeah you don't fit in there what are you doing why 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 not why? Well, you're too big. I think it's kind of the main thing. I think it's the size disparity. Is that the, that box, the cat box, is very small, and you're very big. And the doctor's moving. He's moving his fingers like like cats move their paws, and that same sort of stretchy, outy kind of motion. And looking at them, why, why big? Why big? Big? I think Lisa looks at the doctor. With a leader's about to ask a question, and she really hopes that the answer uh, is not what she thinks it's going to be. And she says, What's your name? Wow. Every cat has three different names. No. <laughs> uh, so the meow is kind of a tell. <laughs> um, and leader immediately rem- recalls, like, that, okay, so there are cats here. Maybe something has happened with the cats. Is now looking around the console room for the two cats whose names she cannot remember because she's only been here for seven episodes. I, th- I think when Lita looks over to the doctor cat, you see, you know how cats are supposed to walk where it's like their four legs are moving independently. You yeah. see both of the two left ones try to move at the same time and tips <laughs> over. To it's the like the a left. Genesis video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> I imagine like 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 Bambi trying to learn yeah, to walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then Carrie Cat is next to him, just like ah ah, with like all f- like one leg at a time, just like with the, the paw spread. <laughs> Let me have Carrie and the Doctor both make a uh, uh, 
clever roll to see if you're able to finally figure out. So both of you roll your d10 and add your clever score to it, and we'll see if you're actually able to finally like figure out if you're able to get out of this problem. Carrie Cat is uh, is a real dumb dumb because Carrie Cat rolled a three. I mean, I rolled a two yeah. plus one. It, it's a three. Yeah, you Carrie, you 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 now have like done every possible thing with your legs you can do except for learn how to walk or stand <laughs> on them. Bless it. I got a thirteen. <laughs> okay, oh, Doctor, God. you figured it out. You definitely figured it out. <laughs> he like carries me yeah. in his okay. mouth like Mama Cat. C- Carrie, I, I promise I'm not going to cat explain this to you, but I think I got it. And I, I show Carrie sort of like here's how we move each leg in in you know. In, <laughs> Carrie, roll for me again because you rolled so badly the first time. I, I want you to roll again uh, with your clever to see if you're able to figure out the instructions the doctor is giving you because they are still like it's like one. It's different being shown how to use your legs versus actually using your legs in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to be like, oh man, Lita, you might have to be carrying Carrie Cat this whole episode. Oh, booyah, booyakasha! I rolled a nine, so that's a ten. Great. Yeah, you are you you finally figure it out. You are able to go, "Oh, okay. So now that now that you've seen like so I, I think like you were trying to recreate it from memory, but I think uh-huh. watching the doctor struggle with it made you struggle with it as well, but now the doctor has figured it out, you are now able to go, "Oh, okay. Now I understand how this works." Great. I think Lita is watching all of this and she knows the next thing she has to ask. She knows what she has to ask. <laughs> but she's going to take a minute. She's going to sit down. She's going to put her head in her hands. And she's just going to go. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, which one of you is the doctor? Meow. Okay. Now, I don't remember the actual cat's names. So I'm just going to call... I'm just going to call you the doctor. I'm just going to call you the doctor. So I, I'm going to assume the other one. Are you Carrie? Okay. And Carrie cat falls forward. Okay. We are getting somewhere. You clearly are not. I think we're going to have to do a, like, one for yes, two for no situation uh, for communication. Do either of you know how this happened and actually i'm going to include the cat in the cat box in this answer so if you you up there if you have an answer if you have any thoughts i would love to hear them just do i like that you're like we're gonna one for yes two for no now let me ask you a much more complicated question (laughs) immediately after that yeah i just i I, I think you start hearing like the doctor cat wailing and then you cut to our perspective and the doctor is giving like the most super in-depth explanation of how this scientifically happened and then we kept cut back to you and it's just still meowing (laughs) yeah it's 100 percent what's happening so does the does the doctor know what happened then i mean obviously lita wouldn't know this but i think from 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 a gameplay perspective does the doctor know doctor roll for me a uh clever roll d10 plus clever That'll be a grand total of a seven. Are you still interested in in ones or tens for us, or not? Not even not bothering? for this. Okay. No, not for this. Well, just um, for why, fun. What did you roll? Just for fun, I had a one. So okay, <laughs> a seven is also like it would have been a failure anyway. Yeah. I I think you you all you know is that something involving the uh, confession dial caused it. So you think it was oh. like a fail safe or a defense mechanism to like protect it. 
like a security thing, but you don't really know necessarily what happened or how. Yeah, it's the, the the what the meowing translates to is the doctor was asked a technical question and he's just gonna do that thing where he spouts technical jargon and think say Please do I so. think it's Please, I think no, it's, I, I want I want to hear you talking technical jargon for like a moment of like okay. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I gotta center myself on this because this is gonna be utterly from my posterior is the nice way of saying it. So presumably, what happened was that taking off in the time vortex at the, the moment that I decided to touch the confession dial caused a bit of a feedback loop, but it routed through the time circuits, going through the chameleon circuits, which shouldn't be working, but that's the only reason that I think that we changed. Perhaps something to do with a fob watch. I'm not necessarily sure. I do keep them around. They are more trouble than they are worth. Uh, well, Lita here is this. <laughs> Back to the doctor. Oh, sorry, sorry, that's me. I'm a cat right now. <laughs> which which then caused a trip through possible dimensions. Uh, I don't think this is a multiverse situation, but it could be that this is, what if the Doctor was born in a cat universe? Gunther, Gunther voice. Oh, I guess Mr. Measers, but yeah. Okay, great, so we get, we get the premise, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there because I'm not sure I would understand, I can't understand you, but I also don't know whether I would understand you if you had a human mouth or whatever mouth you had. I don't know, it's like, like, Time King or whatever the hell. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask just a very simple yes or no question. Can you fix this? (laughs) Oh, Carrie Cat looks down disappointedly because Dr. Cat just shrugged. (laughs) Cat, Cat just shrugged. All right. um, All right. Yeah. Doctor just like, Are you okay, Pat? It just broke me. (laughs) Just... I heard the twing of it. I heard that's snapping said, of an elastic band in my mind. <laughs> that's why I said we're getting more than one. Trust and me. And the sound of like, breaking porcelain in the distance. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So are, you, so are you just cats now? Yes or no? Meow. Meow. Okay. So. Leader's just like. I guess I die in this TARDIS now? Like, I can't... I can't pilot the ship. I tried taking us... I tried taking us back to the carnival, and it just wouldn't do the... It, I don't really know what I'm doing. I recognize a handbrake when I see one, which that thing's always on. You might want to, like, just click it up. Just click it up. But it's... It's... I, I can't... I can't get the ship to budge. It seems to be phasing. Do you... Do you understand what that might mean? Actually, can I make a pitch? I'm going to say, actually, I want to pick up the Dr. Cat... And like walk the cat around. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Lita really knows how to hold a cat. I don't think they have cats when Lita comes <laughs> on. So she's just like long cat holding the doctor and just walking around the console and saying, "Just give me a meow if you see anything that is of deep concern." I'll tell you what. Okay. I, I feel like I should have to roll because instinctively I know a cat would not want to be picked up, and I think that like the cat instincts oh, might kick it. in, <laughs> and the doctor's gonna sort of try to wriggle because Lita doesn't know how to handle a cat. So uh, yeah. I will gladly make a roll for that. I, I'm gonna say it's less that you don't the instinctively don't want to be held, and more like this is not a comfortable way to right. be held as a cat. Yeah. And so I think you're trying to adjust to make it more comfortable. Okay. So have you roll for me a uh, have you roll sly? I know I think you'll have you roll quick because quick is like more body. Okay. Kind of uh, it's going to be a total of an eight. Okay. Yeah. You're, uh, it's definitely hard for Lita to hold you. Yeah. But I think an eight, an eight is like a challenging role. And I think that for difficulty, I think that's, I don't think this is that challenging. So I think you're able to, like, Lita's aware that, like, she's not holding you in a way that's comfortable and she's, yeah. like, trying to adjust for you. Yeah. But, like, maybe, you, like maybe a, you shift yourself into a good spot. Know, okay. like, with yeah. a scooped up baby 
baby cakes. I mean, this is a scooped up baby hold. Yeah. And then like, I think yeah. when you're like sort of using the Dr. Cat as a, a dousing rod, essentially <laughs> pointing me at the right things. I think when you get close enough to the, the console, the TARDIS console itself, both paws reach out and grab for it like a cartoon. Almost like Perfect. that's where I want to go. <laughs> okay. The uh, so we'll say the doctor hops up onto the console and is now on the console in cat form. Uh, the console does not recognize you. Your cat form is isomorphic for the controls. I want to cut over to Carrie now because we've had a lot of Lita and Doctor stuff, and I want to make sure that Joe gets a chance to play as a cat because I know this is going to be very important to her. So <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, it's okay. So, I was just going to add that like Carrie cats just kind of following them around, trying to uh, because cats talk to each other in a different language, like just kind of occasionally yelling at him, "What's happening?" Who, who, I, I, what, where are we going? What are we doing? It's okay. Carrie just is a cat anyway. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot higher up here when you're smaller. That doesn't tell me anything. What are, what is, what is happening? And the doctor's just going to start pawing at one of the levers. Like it's, it's the right lever, but it's a cat. So it's batting it almost like it's It's a toy. It's actually a left lever, actually. Terrible. Stupid joke. Sorry, you can get that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, I'm gonna have you uh, up to it. Okay, Carrie. So, Carrie, you're just gonna watch the doctor for now. Uh, no, I probably would hop on on the co- up on the console after seeing Doctor Cat struggle a bit, and since I am f- fierce, I'm guessing I'm muscly as Gunther, <laughs> like cat muscly, not not like. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a really funny picture of a bodybuilder cat. <laughs> <laughs> all doing big sorry. arm poses. And yeah, the, and like the, tiny. Like can't all body. do big arms. Like I'll do big arms. And you look at me. Going, oh, look, he's doing big arms. This, this is this is the fan art episode, isn't it? <laughs> oh, They're all so. fan art episode. Come on, we're we're trying to be very generous this year. <laughs> All the fantastic fan artists. I mean, I'm still thinking about Carrie and the Six Doctor Cloak from like <laughs> four, yes. three or four episodes ago. Yeah. It's so iconic. It's unbelievable. So good. I think about Glorious. that all the time. Ugh. So I see, I see the Doctor Cat like pouring at this this lever, and I say, "Is it? Do you need? Do you want me to pull this?" Yes. Uh, and then I pull it. It doesn't quite go because there's no, there's an isomorphic issue that's happening, and it's not like you need the doctor to do it. Okay, okay. Um, I turn, I, I look up at where the physical humanoid form of the doctor is, presumably still trying to get its head inside of this box. Yeah, he's uh, laying on his back, uh, belly up, <laughs> paws slash arms and legs just in the air, kind of relaxing. Yeah. Hey, Ooh, hey, stretching. Hey, my guy up stretch. there. Uh, it doesn't. Fit, so you mustn't sit, mate. Could you come down here and 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 what? I've got a toy, a treat. Toy? What? What? Oh, I know. You know what I do? I know that the sound of the granola bar like got Carrie's attention earlier, so I'm going to pull another granola bar out of my interior jacket pocket. It's probably my last one, and I just crinkle the wrapper. Oh yeah, D- uh, the Cat doctor looks at Lita. <laughs> doctor Cat. <laughs> doctor Cat looks at Lita. Yeah. I need, I need, the two I need... cats and the human and cat, the cat and human form all look at you. <laughs> uh, okay, cats. I need you to remain focused. Person who is a cat. I've got a. I've got a thing. Come down for the thing. Give, give, give it, give that. And the doctor, quote unquote, unquote, is going to walk towards Lita like a baby wearing a diaper, <laughs> just sort of squat walking towards Lita. Give me the, I want the treat. Give it. And, um, and the cat doctor uh, does a running leap and tries to jump on top of the the 
doctor's head. <laughs> Are you trying to ratatouille me? No, I'm trying to catatouille you. Trying to, trying to raccoon, raccoon tootie? Holy. Oh my oh. god. But you know what's fun? Our doctor is bald. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Beardatouille. Alright, so what, what, what do either of us have to roll? Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is physically possible, but I'm gonna have the doctor roll. I'm gonna have you roll. Sly, I guess, to see if you're able to, like, do this move. Like, because basically what the doctor is thinking is if it's locked to the doctor's body, I need the doctor's body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I rolled two nines, and uh, so it's an 18 uh, plus Sly is a 20. Wait, how are you rolling two? Are you rolling two d10s? We're supposed to. No, just, just one, one d10. Oh, I'm. Wait. Hold on. Have we been? I've been rolling two d10s this whole time. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> supposed to be rolling one d10. That high numbers. I was going to say yeah. you're 13 I thought, yeah, sorry. One d10 or two d6s, but we, we ought to do so one d10 sorry. instead. I thought you had said one, uh, sorry, yeah, two d10s, because that's yeah, what I The difficulties in. on this uh, this rolls are six through ten, so if you're rolling two d10s, like, you're going to blow through every difficulty. And I know you have a doctor, but come on, yeah. have some decorum. Well, uh, Should have cut that earlier. Well, I'll, right. I'll take one of the, since they are both nines, yeah, I'll yeah. say you rolled the one plus slide, so you get a ten. So you are able it's to 11. jump. Eleven. And, uh, it's, it's, it's Matt Smith, got it. So you're able to jump and get on the back of the doctor, and, like, you are now on it. However, the doctor is an autonomous creature of its own, and, and he can, like, react. So, Michael, how do you want to have your cat doctor react to this other cat jumping on its back? Uh, I'm going to lunge forward and I think accidentally fall on the console with my hands. Okay, I want you to roll for me a presence and intuition to see if this actually works. Okay. Oh, God, the doctor sheet's crazy. <laughs> I know. 14. So that's 24. I got a 24. Okay. Yeah, you come down and you basically activate like a diagnostic switch that tells you what is happening, which is that essentially the TARDIS is, like I said, stuck in this kind of temporal state of trying to take off land at the exact same time. And it is causing a buildup of Artron energy that is like in this kind of feedback loop of energy that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know that if it is not, Doctor, you're able to realize by in your cat form that if this does not get reversed somehow, it will blow this. It will destroy the ship and will kill you all. Cool. <laughs> and Lita, I will say that you, as an accomplished enough engineer, are able to kind of, on vaguer terms, make out that that there is something happening that's causing an energy buildup. This energy buildup itself, if not taken care of, will cause a problem. Okay. Um. So I know that there's the lever. I know that the control. Do I know the controls right? Some more morphic, or do I just? I think you kind of. I think you probably can. Fi- I, I'm, go ahead and make for me a awareness and technology roll. So it's basic five. And I'll Two give you a sixes. plus. Oh, awesome. Then I don't need to deal at all. Yeah, I'll 17 say that you, total. I'll say that you were able to figure out, based on the fact that nothing worked until the doctor's physical hand touched the control, that's when you, like, like in your head, like, suddenly you're like, isomorphic. Like, it just popped okay. into your brain. Like, of course, that's what's happening right now. I, what I want to do then, and I'm hoping that, because I got a, a nice, I got a double dose of yes and, I want to grab the doctor's humanoid hand, put it on the lever and pull. Like kind of squeeze the doctor's hand on the lever and use that, use, use basically, I'm controlling the doctor's hand with my hand. I've gripped the doctor's hand. Okay, doctor, how do you react to somebody grabbing your hand and forcing you to do something? Uh, I uh, shake off 
Well, I try to shake off Dr. Cat and run for the doors. I try to, like, escape. After, of course, after having done the lever, because I'd like the, the yes and and... Yes yeah, and yeah. So, and the, so you do you do are able to you're able to get this to happen because of the yes and the lever is pulled. It's not like this one lever solves all the problems, but it does like help like begin the process of things getting better. So some of the energy that was already building up is released, but then like the cycle starting over again. Okay. And now the the cat doctor essentially has gone like don't touch and like runs away. Okay, because it's, it's hard to make a cat do something it doesn't want to do. So. Yeah, you're telling me. I think my instinct is to start. I, I want to start running after, but, uh, I mean, this is a tough choice because I worry that this is metagaming or not, but, like, I, I can I put together, like, if I see the confession dial, do I, I would like to be able to put two and two together and, and ask the doctor if this had something to do with it. I um, worry that's a little metagamey. I don't really know why Lita would think about yeah, that's that. Fair. So that's yeah. why, yeah. Okay. Like, you were kind of in that room when he was looking at it, and yeah. it, you saw the attack, and you came in. We don't know if it's necessarily on the console, or if it's in a chair somewhere, so yeah. I think we're going to not allow that. Sure, okay. Talita is just a very cool frisbee. I mean, Lita knows it's something important, yeah. but I don't know if she would have put two and two together that this thing somehow caused the TARDIS yeah. to have this reaction. Okay. I think I I just uh, book it after the, the, the doctor's body with the cat inside it. Okay, great. Now we get to roll. We get to move into what I consider stage two. Uh, oh wait, sorry, cat, cat, doctor, and Carrie. Do you stay in the control room or do you follow Lita and the and the body of the doctor? Cho, why don't you go? I've 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 I've, I've been taking a lot of the lead. So if, if oh, you'd I like was to, just ga- I, I was just gonna say I would follow where you go. Look, <laughs> you're asking the least clever cat for directions. <laughs> I'm gonna choose to play with a laser or go for food. Okay, okay. Do you want to do this? We can go that route. Okay, okay. Uh, Cat cat Doctor uh, leaps off of the console onto the floor and, like, lands right near Carrie, not breaking stride. It's a Carrie with me. And I I, I basically want to head off the other Doctor and uh, and get in front of the Doctor and then present however a cat would show dominance over another cat. Yes! That's where my ferocity comes into play! Okay. I'm gonna have I'm gonna roll 2d6s myself to see where this doctor and also Carrie went off to. Sorry, I'll have Dan do it, because Dan, you're leading. Can you roll 2d6s for me? Yes. A three and a four. Okay, so that is seven total. Mm-hmm. Okay, you run down the hall. You don't quite know where the doctor's body went once you go down the hallway, and you duck into a room, and you have now found the swimming pool of the TARDIS. Oh, I I hiss at it, and I run away. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, when you run in there, you do see human form Carrie, who is, is like, in the corner and is, like, terrified of the water and is shaking and, and running, because Carrie also got a seven in that role, so. Okay, yeah, I think, I think after, after the doctor cat is terrified, but does realize, oh, human Carrie body is in there, comes in there, and then takes the, like, hugs the wall as much as possible to basically put as much distance between himself and the water, and I'm gonna like go all the way around to to cat uh, to to human Carrie's body. Okay, human Carrie is like no water bad, no bath, no water, no water, no bath, no bath, no bath, no water, no water, no bath. 
And then I, I, uh, I, I don't know cat behavior nearly as well, so I, I kind of want to show that I, I'm not I'm not a threat. Like, you know, I'm making myself um, small or, or whatever. Sounds like purring. Joe knows the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, purring, and you would be rubbing up against uh, the lower parts of her legs. Ben can throw out any other ideas if they have. Oh, yeah, I mean, any. licking as well. Like, DiGiorno will, DiGiorno, as an example, <laughs> will sit on the back of the couch and lick my hair when I'm watching TV. So, like, I, that's. I do think <laughs> that the doctor would not lick Carrie's body just out of. <laughs> no, probably just, yeah. yeah <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Respect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I'm trying to show that I am friend. I am to be trusted. Okay. I think that Mr. Meeser. Well, I guess we decided that Mr. Meeser's is in Carrie's body. So I think Mr. Meeser's looks at you and is confused because it's seeing himself in front of him. And so it like kind of like the way like a cat when they first see themselves in a mirror get a little bit intimidated or scared but then like eventually like kind of calm down I think when you first come in he's already scared because of the water and then is extra scared because of cats and then cat is nice to cat so then Mr. Meters is like okay cat friend and so I think that uh, let me have you roll for me just for the heck of it roll a sly roll to see um I'm going to have you roll... Yeah, I'll have you roll sly, because I don't think this way fits under fierce. But this is just to see how well you're able to convey that you're nice. Regardless, I rolled a one, so I'm going to fail. So it was a three with a sly. Uh, I think think that... I think that cat carry, human carry, whatever, uh, measers, human measers, goes, don't touch, and then runs away and runs out of this room into a different room. Uh, I'm going to follow, but I'm also going to take that very circuitous circuitous path to avoid the water, but I'm going to follow. Okay. Carrie, are you following the doctor cat or are you following your body? Am I afraid of water too? Because I, you know, we got to get going. I just want to get after myself. Well, it's, it will be, it really would be your natural feeling about it. You, you're not using the cat's feelings. You're using your own personal feelings. So. Okay. Then I'm going to run after myself. Yeah. Because I, I, that was Dan's choice to have his cat body be afraid of water. So I'm not going to, I'm as a GM, not going to institute that same rule on everybody else. So, so I think you were able to keep pace with your body and I'm going to roll to see where you went. Basically, Michael and I created a bunch of rooms in the TARDIS and made them randomized. And so we're going to roll to see where you go to next. Yeah. So that was a six. And so you are now the, the, the two of you find yourself now in the wardrobe of the TARDIS. Doctor, you run out and you don't really know which way they went because it took you too long to get out of the room. So go ahead and roll D6, two D6s for me as well, Doctor. Okay. Uh, that's a nine total. Okay. You oh, end yes. up in... Okay, I can't <laughs> wait for this. So I'm going to cut back to you in a second, Dan. I want to follow Carrie for now. So Carrie, uh, your body and your cat. Uh, Lita, where are you at during all this? Um, I mean, I was chasing after um, the cat in the doctor's body. Okay. So wherever the doctor's body is, I am sure behind. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it took you a second longer because you did stop to get the doctor's help with this. So have you, let me have you roll two discs for me to see of okay. where Lita tried to find this body at. I rolled a two and a four, six total. Okay. Uh, you actually cool. end up in the same room. So you are also in the wardrobe room, which is where you will run into Carrie. So you've been in the wardrobe room already. Okay. And at this point, Carrie's body and mm-hmm. Lita come... Sorry, sorry, Carrie's body and Carrie the cat both come running in Yeah, the I room. think I'm probably, like, looking behind, like, coats and jackets and yeah, things. So on the rack to, like, see if someone's hiding like a cat would mm-hmm. when suddenly they, they come bounding in. Yeah, so you see human Carrie come running up to you, Mr. Measers, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and she runs up to you and she comes up to you and she goes, touch? Pet? Touch? 
Uh, Lita very reluctantly reaches out a flat hand. Don't touch. Just, don't touch. Don't touch. <laughs> okay. Touch. Touch. I'm gonna touch. reach out with my hand. Don't touch. Don't touch. I'm gonna pull don't back touch. my hand. Touch. Touch. <laughs> Carrie's just watching Gunther ping-ponging back and forth like this with Lita. And you know when cats, their eyes kind of dilate when they get the zoomies? That kind of happens with her. But instead of the zoomies, it's just her having like sheer panic breakdown because you know they they just developed a friendship and now and now and now they're playing this game and cat <laughs> carries just you know full meltdown full meltdown and yet you basically see this 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 like i'm gonna say this cycle repeats multiple times carrie from your point of view you see like your body ask lita to touch it and then moves away and goes don't touch don't touch 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 don't touch i think i'm gonna say it happens like unless lita gets bored and stops participating it happens like seven times <laughs> i do have a thing i want to do okay I say, uh, I say to the cat in uh, Carrie's body, uh, would you like a tree? Treat. Would you like a tree? Oh, my ears perk up. Treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I start walking towards the door and I say, come on, let's go to the console room. Let's get a tree. Come on. Treat. Get your treat. Cat Carrie's following along because she hears treat. So it's, it's this weird sort of conga line of human cats and then cat humans just following this sound. Carrie Cat is getting underfoot, under Gunther, under Lita. Like, this is just pure cat chaos. <laughs> Let's get a treat. <laughs> I love, I love Carrie so much. I wanna, I, one of the other things, I wanna see if on the way, are there any like, Maybe I can spend story points for this, but the idea of, like, if I can get everyone back into the console room, maybe we can try to fix this. So I want to try to either play the sound of uh, me saying, do you want a treat or the sound of a crinkling bag? Like, throughout the TARDIS interior, but with, like, what's, what's that with that? Binaural audio. Okay. So it sounds like it's coming from the, the TARDIS console room, but it can be heard throughout the TARDIS. Um, I'm gonna ha- make you first get back to the console room okay. and, and try to see if you know how to do this. So like we'll we'll have you do that. That's that, that's something you can attempt to do. Okay. But that's definitely like something that would take a couple of moves to like okay. be able to get, be able to do something like that. Sure, I would love to do that. Okay. So we'll say you're heading back to the console room. Uh-huh. Carrie and apparently Carrie are both <laughs> following you because you're offering treats, and they're apparently both cats. Really, ultimately. Yep. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Uh, now, Doctor, you have run into a room as the in your cat form, and you run into this room, and suddenly you fall like off of like a threshold into the room, and you hear like the sound. You, you feel a bunch of rustling plastic around you as you realize that you have run into the ballroom, and by the ballroom, I mean it's a massive ball pit. It is just a massive, massive ball pit that you now are stuck in as a cat. Amazing. Um. How do I convey in an audio medium cat panic face? Um, I think you just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, like the doctor knows the TARDIS, but this is a surprise. Like the doctor knows the ballroom exists, but to suddenly find himself drowning in it in a new body is. Oh, oh, oh OK. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Like does not know what direction is up at this point. Okay. <laughs> I think this is definitely a room that Carrie programmed in the TARDIS at some point. <laughs> yeah, this is Carrie's thinking room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, 
I don't know, would a cat sink in that? Like, am I really like, is this a quicksand moment, basically? It kind of is, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how then, I picture it. Yeah, yeah. Then, then I'm gonna try to struggle to basically stay aloft in this. Um, I'll roll whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, roll a, uh, I'm gonna say a sly for me to see. Uh, actually, I'm gonna have you roll fierce. This is a physical thing. Okay. So we'll have you roll your fierce to see how well you're able to like move your body through it. Okay, I got a five in total. Okay. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you are. You are. You are lost in a sea of plastic balls. Yeah. And you, then you, there's just meowing coming from there, but the doctor is really shouting, "Avenge me!" <laughs> <laughs> Flee, you fools! Um, or fly, you fools! One ball. It's a ball yeah, sticking it's out of the zombie. Terminator Two moment. Yeah. And the problem is you don't have a posable thumb, so you're having a hard time like getting. Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then we'll come back to the console room where now Carrie, human, and Carrie Cat and Lita are all now in the same room again. And uh, Lita, how? What? Do you, knowing that the controls to the TARDIS are isomorphic, what are you going to try to do to make this binaural sound thing happen? That's a great question. Um, I I want to see if I know enough to bypass the uh, isomorphic controls. I want to see if I can hack the console. Okay. I'm going to have you roll Ingenuity and Technology with a minus two, because I don't think you're super versed in Time Lord. Cool. Wish you'd said Transport, but I'm not going to hold it against you. Ingenuity and Technology, you said, yeah? You said Transport? Trans- I mean, my Transport's five and my Tech is two, so... Yeah, but you're not, like, trying to drive something. You're trying to create yeah, a sound no, effect. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, ingenuity and Technology. I mean, that's still a base of six. That's not terrible. And then I rolled... Uh, it's also not my job to give you the best possible roll. I mean, that's also true. Uh, 11, 12, that's 14 total. Only dang if the best possible rolls. Uh, okay, yeah, I think you I think you have figured out... I think you have figured out a way to, to bypass the isomorphic. And I'm trying to think of how this... Michael, what do you, what's your suggestion for how this might possibly work? Because you're more science-minded than I am, so... I actually have a pitch. Oh, God, it's the TARDIS. Or at least you're more awesome. Doctor Who's sciencey than I am. I, I or do you have a pitch, Dan, Ben? No, please. Yeah, so I'm thinking about uh, when Grace Holloway in the 96 TV movie had to wire in the beryllium atomic clock into the TARDIS console. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if... Uh, well, I'm searching for a way to kind of see if I can mod or access this console bypassing the isomorphic controls. Maybe I find this access port and the beryllium atomic clock pops out and maybe that being something that was added by someone who did not have access to the console, maybe that grants me kind of an access point where I can kind of feed information into the console. I love it. Yeah, that that with your role that you got, that is something you are definitely able to do, and that awesome. is your that is your move here. Yeah, so we'll say that you are working on that. While we'll cut back to uh, the doctor who is in the cat ball pit. What are you up to, doctor? Trying to get out. Still, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, there's almost a moment of I think the doctor's just going to take like a moment and just be at the bottom of the ball pit and be like, "All right, you've gotten out of stranger situations than this, <laughs> have you?" This is your Once this more. is your this is your moment at the end of the timeless children where you think you're defeated and then Yeah, I'm just ima- sorry, just just in a ro- I'm just imagining like the cat doctor closes his eyes and then we get these like long fades cr- like cross fades from like the doctor closing his eyes to the doctor closing his eyes on the other side of the screen of the doctor the just like this real meditative it's cat. cat. It's just a cat though. Like, it's just a it, cat. It, yeah. It, it, this is this is the 
Peter Parker in uh, uh, Homecoming when he's trapped, you know, before, like the you know before the big Act Three. Like, come on, or Spider-Man! It's, it's Kill Bill when when the bride is yeah. in that 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 coffin yeah. and like oh slowly starts to pound yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna take a moment to center myself, and we're going to get out of this cursed ball pit. Okay, Doctor, roll clever for me. I rolled a 10. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. So that is, that is a near impossible task and you have been able to succeed successfully do it. So I'll say that you kind of realize that like trying to climb up the balls is a fool's errand. And instead you realize that if you stay low to the ground and you move, the balls will kind of roll over top of you as you go and you can make your way back to the door you came in and you can like then climb up the like, like there's, there's like enough carpeting that you will say that because you rolled so well, there's carpeting that you can use your claws that you have already established. You have not trimmed in a while. So your claws are actually <laughs> sharp and functional. You can climb up the carpet because you're not a monster who would declaw your cat. So you climb up the carpet and you're able to get out of this room. Now let's cut back to the console room. Before we get back to Lita, uh, Carrie, are you and your body doing anything? So obviously Lita hasn't thought this through because the promise of treats have not been given. So Carrie is <laughs> weaving in and out between her feet, kind of reaching up and pawing at her, pawing at the console, maybe hopping <laughs> on top of the console. If anybody has a cat and knows what a laptop is, then that's exactly it. Like laying on top of the keyboard, just just being the world's biggest nuisance, maybe like stealing the mouse and, you know, pushing it to the edge of the console, making eye contact with Lita and then just tap it off gently all all the all the normal cat signs of discontent i love you joe i will say that i'm i'm under the console right now so like if you've jumped up like you you can like get to my back that might be oh, annoying 100 i'm doing that <laughs> i think also human body carry is also trying to climb on top of you like a cat would <laughs> so you like you suddenly feel yourself being weighed down by a physical yeah. body laying on top of you and like pawing at you i'm, like, I'm trying to like there will be treats. I need some space. I'm just trying to, like, push her away with one hand while, like, accessing this port on the underside of the console with the other. <laughs> Do you accidentally bump the uh, the uh, lemon custard or whatever the cookie dispenser is <laughs> since you're underneath the TARDIS console? Yeah, an, an old yeah. custard cream dispenser yeah. caked in dust yeah. lets out one horrible moldy cookie that lands Which on the Which cat, human carry grabs and throws <laughs> right in her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I want to pump this sound into the, the 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 interior TARDIS intercom to try to lure both the Doctor's physical form and the Doctor Cat back into the TARDIS, so that we can hopefully uh, undo this uh, this uh, meow key Friday. That was bad, but I I hadn't done um, one. So all right, that's not gonna be episode title, just so you know. So yeah, go ahead and roll for me now that you've figured out how to do it and you've put it together. Roll for me. Another ingenuity and technology, but no longer at a negative because you've already figured out that you can do something. Okay, cool. And uh, oh. my pitch is uh, Feline Friday. <laughs> oh, that's... How about Feline Fine? All right. <laughs> uh, so I had ingenuity <laughs> and tech is a base of six. I rolled mm -hmm. a six and a three, giving me 15 with an N. Yeah, I'll let you take... what. It, so I, what, what you want to do works and how do you accomplish it? Uh, so... I want to play, again, I want to have that kind of binaural audio so it sounds like it's coming from the TARDIS console room to kind of lure the cats out, but they can still hear it throughout wherever they are in the TARDIS. They can hear this sound of me going, pss, 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 
treats and the sound of like crinkling or rapping so that hopefully like that lures at the very least the the doctor's body and possibly cat doctor as well back into the TARDIS console and when they get in I want to be able to like shut all the doors so that everyone is contained in the console room and hopefully the doctor can communicate a way to put everyone back in their right bodies okay can I make a pitch because of the yes and yes it's not just a wrinkling package. You mm-hmm. have actually broadcast the sound of a can being opened. Oh, that's even better. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. And so when you do that, because of the SN, that's the diabolical. doctor's body, who, by the way, is soaking wet now because it <laughs> fell in the jacuzzi. Because that's what I rolled for the doctor's thing was the jacuzzi room. The doctor's body, soaking wet, seeming pissed off and angry like a cat would be if it was wet, comes running in and jumps up on top of the console, this wet human, and uh, uh, I, I won't say consoles, I don't, I'm not trying to cause a distress for the TARDIS, jumps up on the chair mm-hmm. the Doctor normally sits in and is wet and is, like, waiting for food. And then I, I'll say, Dan, because of your role, you were also, like, you figure out what's happening and you come in as well. So now, and because of the SCN, I'll say you're able to seal off the doors. Yes. I, I think when the Doctor comes, I think the Doctor is the last, the Doctor in the cat's body is the last person to enter the TARDIS console room. And I think what you see, Doctor, is Lita, like, taking cat treats that maybe she's found from, like, the kind of cat food area on the TARDIS console console room. And it's just, like, hand hand flat, like, putting treats on the hand and giving them to, like, to to the doctor and then to (laughs) Carrie and then to Carrie in the cat body and just keeping them all occupied in one space so that when the doctor comes in and then the door shuts behind him I can I can I, I look to the doctor and I say I'm pretty sure I can only keep them occupied for so long the value of so long being how as many treats as I have access to so we need to figure out a way to put everyone back in their own like meat Chips. That was a bad way to phrase it, but I'm like, I'm very, I'm under a lot of stress. It's been a stressful day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are meat chips. <laughs> Passing of the night. Um, anywho. <laughs> Yeah, so we are getting close to the end game here, I think, and I want to let you guys know that Michael and I do not have a solution here, so we, you are going to have to figure I, I out in character really, how you solve this. I have a really, I don't think it'll work solution, but I'm willing to try it. Uh, since there is no actual solution, sure. it may work very well if it's a good idea. Okay. Uh, it could turn out. Yeah. We love it. When, <laughs> when, when the doctor in cat form runs in and, and sees that the collected assembly is in the console room, I think the doctor is going to run over to the confession dial and pick it up in his teeth and then run and basically use the body of the doctor itself as a ramp to then bring the uh, confession dial onto the TARDIS console and just inserts it into a repurposed CD-ROM drive of sorts. Okay, and you, you beautiful, glorious person, you. you. This is great. God, uh, yes. I'm gonna let you. you I'm gonna let you try this. Uh. I'm gonna have you roll with advantage. So roll your d10 twice and take the higher of the two rolls. Okay. The first one was an eight, and the second one was also an eight. Okay, and Morgan, as your, uh, I'll say your slide to that. So that would be a ten in total. Great. This awesome. succeeds. So uh, yeah, I couldn't remember which one you had a slide on, but uh, this. It, oh, it wouldn't be sly. It'd be quick. What's your quick? Uh, it's a one, so it puts me out to a nine total. Fine, that works. Yeah, it's a difficult task. I think that you, I think you do it, and I think maybe Lita figures out what you're doing and like 
sees the commission tile in your mouth, and so then Lita knows to take it the rest of the way and stick it where you're trying to put it. I think I think it's hard for a cat to actually carry a confession dial in his mouth because it's not soft <laughs> in many ways. I think I think you try to do it. I'll say that because it's the, the, the nine, like you try to carry it, it drops. Lita sees it. Lita, do you pick it up and put it where they're, they're going? Absolutely. Yeah. So you do that, and when you crack that in everything like starts to like whir like the TARDIS settles down the energy loop stops and there's another flash of white light like there was earlier and doctor suddenly you find yourself sitting in a wet body on the chair <laughs> and as a human human form Carrie you find yourself sitting on the ground in human form and suddenly you have a very strong taste of like crunchy fish biscuits in your mouth and moldy <laughs> cookie but um yeah you're both in human form again and as everything settles down, there is a recording that pops up out of the like out of the TARDIS like console, as if like a hologram is being played from the confession dial. And the figure you see in front of you is the face is framed with an undercut of this dull straw-colored hair with piercing blue eyes. There are a couple of freckles, they're well-built, and they're wearing a pair of, of blue, kind of somewhat jean-like, but a little more like, I would say almost like Han Solo's, like Corellian pants, kind of pants. Uh, oh, with red, the blood stripes? Yeah, without, without the stripes, just the blue pants. Red boots, a scarf, a red like kind of patchwork scarf tied around their neck and a very signature, somewhat militaristic, but kind of bright, short, green jacket. It looks like a signature look of this character. And they begin to talk. It appears you have found my confession dial. Congratulations. What a treat this must be for you. The admissions of a dying Time Lord. I'm afraid I'm probably about to severely disappoint you. Here's the truth. I hope you're ready for it. Gallifrey is gone programs had gone too far. The five had to act. I had to act. Much like an old friend did so long ago. Do not attempt to reach it. This is my final warning. You will doom us all if you do. So with my last words, this is me, Ro, signing off. But if I dare to imagine that you, Doctor, the Doctor I knew once, have stumbled upon these final words, it is too late for me. The damage is done. Don't be sentimental. I don't know what happened to you or why you abandoned the universe, but I've done what I could in your absence. Of course, not with as much flair, but I always was more competent than you. They need you, you know. I don't know why you did what you did. I'm sure there's a reason. But maybe you should get back out there. Perhaps it's time to remind them what the doctor's name used to stand for. As this recording finishes, as Roe finishes their speech, the ancient engines begin to wheeze and grind as the TARDIS begins to dematerialize. And Lita and Carrie, you actually both have a very strange sensation because as the TARDIS starts to go through this dematerialization cycle, you both notice the walls and the sides of it and the doctor himself dematerialize with it and it's only after this takes place for a few seconds that you realize it's not disappearing from it you are you are being left behind the TARDIS is going somewhere without you and as it all fades from your view you find yourselves standing on board 
a strange and unfamiliar spaceship. 